0: You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex.
1: In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life.
0: Whatever that looks like for you. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoy. <laughs> I'm going to start singing the Living in Bronzeville theme song, and that's so incorrect. Um, hello, everybody. This is Carly's Couch, the podcast, not Bronzeville's audio series.
1: Although you should check them out, too.
0: Yeah, Bronzeville is fire. Um, season two is released, it's done. You can listen to all six episodes. If you haven't heard of season one, you can listen to all sixteen episodes featuring everybody from Tracy Ellis Ross to Lorenz Tate to Fishburn to Makai Pfeiffer now, LeVar Burton, a bunch of people. Anyway.
1: oh yo, homie. <laughs> I digress.
0: Dog. No, yeah, Levar is my dog. Shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout LeVar. Out to Levar. <laughs> nice to nice to see you every once in a while. Um, still gonna have that house party that was requested at some point. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So we're so glad that you have been listening and going along with us for this journey. We're in our hundred and something 40 something episodes <laughs> and um one of the things we started recently was giving a phone number for people to call and leave us a voicemail so we can play um and we have another one we want to play today um if you would carla i'll let you introduce and play that
1: absolutely so
0: and i'm trying to find the number again so i can tell y'all <laughs> so if y'all want to leave one let me actually do that first so we can just get into it after that. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can call 323-505-2030. So you can give us a call, let us know um, how awesome we are. But I'd prefer if you like really like asked a question or had a thought that you think would be helpful or interesting um, or something to think about would be fine as well.
1: Absolutely. I feel like we need a little jingle that gets stuck in people's hands. Oh, yeah, we should. (laughs) (laughs) We'll work on that. Um, But until then, shout out to this voicemail that we got. So I'm going to play it.
2: Hi. So I had to make a really personal decision yesterday about something that is going to significantly impact my life. And I... I'm glad that you fell asleep so that we didn't get to talk, but I wanted to say and you can count this as like a voicemail on the podcast if you want. But um I listened to this week's episode and the and last week's episode and especially hearing you talk about me specifically was kind of funny. Um just reflecting back on like when that episode was filmed and like where I'm at now, but I just want to say thank you for having such an amazing podcast because it really did help me while I was processing kind of get to the to the nitty-gritty root of what I needed to do for myself without asking anybody because I didn't even talk I talked to Matt about it for like a few minutes and then I was like I need to make a decision by myself so thank you for walking in your light girl I love you
1: Hey, So um, if you listen to last week's podcast or the week before now, I guess a few weeks ago, (laughs) it was about not giving advice like that's so often our first reflex when people come to us with things. And we provided a framework to help you have deeper conversations and to be a better sounding board and resource for people in your lives. And the story that I mentioned is my best friend. (laughs) And that was her, um, you know, listening to the podcast. And it's so interesting because (laughs) What I was going to tell her to do, quit her job, and what she wanted to do at the time was very vocal about, and I didn't. I just asked her questions and gave her space. She actually didn't end up quitting her job, and she realized that there were deeper issues that were, in, that were making her feel like she wanted to quit because she was actually running from facing something. And so by applying that framework to herself, by sitting with herself, she was really able to get down to, you know, what her root issue was um and and face that instead of just running and taking the easy way out or our first thought um which we mentioned on the podcast so often our first thought is not really the root issue like the thing we bring up the thing we're complaining about asking questions or talking about is not actually the thing that we need to face and so she took some time by herself and came to that decision
0: Mm -hmm. which um you know kind of made us think about when you have decisions to make um or when you're trying to process something or just, you know, come to some kind of epiphany, if you will, um, how do you know what to do, like, really? Because sometimes, especially if it's something where it's, like, one thing or the other, like, or should I do a thing? I feel like a lot of times um, we still can maybe talk to somebody or whatever, but, like, it's your life and you still have to make that decision and be okay with that decision. And how do we do that? So that's kind of what brings us to today's episode about not being able to necessarily trust your instincts and we're going to just have a conversation about instincts and how we can kind of shape them to be more reflective of you know the things that we want to do or the things that we know our best for us to do. I'm trying to stay away from saying like shoulds and like Mm -hmm. right and wrong because it's not really that all the time. And, or, you know, those just are definite words for a situation sometimes. But, um, yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that? When you have decisions, like, what are you going to do?
1: Um, and I'm trying to think of some big decisions, but it's like, you know, some big life altering decisions that I've made and even like smaller ones, but big ones like going to business school, quitting my job, moving to LA, like choosing USC over, you know, a couple of the other schools that I got into, like all of those things. is like really what, what did I lean into? What did I listen to? And it was myself. Um, and that sounds <laughs> like real probably frou-frou, but it's like, you know, I got a lot of good advice from people. I, I, made a list and weighed the pros and cons. But at the end of the day, it was just really what felt right in my heart. Mm -hmm. And so like, kind of like, I don't know, my, myself, my intuition, my, my instincts, but I really had to sit with myself to get there and figure out what that really was. Cause I I think our initial reactions often are not really in alignment with us.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting how people make their decisions differently. Cause it's so funny that all the things you said are things I'm like, yeah, they weren't even like, Things I contemplated really, and so it's almost that sometimes also when you just do things, like you don't have to have all of that like back and forth and let me figure it out, let me think about it. Maybe like trusting your instinct or being able to trust your instinct is getting to a place where it's like, hmm, I want to do this, and you just kind of start doing it. Maybe, or I don't know if that maybe that's not always a thing, but. For going to grad school, for starting a job, for doing all of those things. I don't remember ever really like thinking about anything. I just went to this one place and that's like, that's where I wanna go. Or I, I was like, mm, yeah, I should do this. And I just started doing it. And I feel like anything that I did a lot of back and forth with or like pro and con or asking people, it's like I really did know the thing mm-hmm. and it just maybe wasn't what I was probably trying to do or hear. So and which is that's kind of maybe what I'm getting to that I think the more we deliberate around something kind of only reflects that we're unsure in that space. Um, And so how can you get more sure to where you feel like you can make that decision and then move forward?
1: That's so funny because I was like, you know. In asking that, like, I knew what I wanted to do, but I was looking for some type of affirmation or Mm -hmm. confirmation just because I didn't, I hadn't really grown to trust my own voice in those spaces or my own intuition or instincts, you know, um, have you will, in these certain areas. I think there are a lot of things that you can do to, you know, help strengthen your relationship with them and help sharpen your instincts, rather. But something that you said I want to touch on before we move on, um, you were like, you can't always trust your instincts. What do you mean by that?
0: Um, I think that your instincts, when we talk about instincts, so that everybody knows what page I'm on, cause y'all might be like, that's not an instinct. <laughs> um, but when I talk about instincts, I am referring to like those first kind of thoughts to get around something like I'm walking and I see this path and that path and instinctually I'm like, yeah, that's a little shady over there. Perhaps that's an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what I think is that your instincts are really more a reflection of your patterns, perhaps your biases, biases. I don't know, biases. Biases, I biases. Professor Carly says, um, and and I just thought about biases based off of like, oh, that that path is going past all these guys at the gas station, like. I'm not going down that way. <laughs> and I have done I've totally crossed the street when it's like a gang of guys for no reason. A gang as in just a group of people. Um, anyway, so I think that it's just based off of what you've always done and or what your beliefs already kind of are. And so trusting your instincts I think sounds cool, but it's really just a, a reflection of what have I always done or what feels comfortable or what, do I, what should I do. And I think that there that can still be challenged.
1: Absolutely. Um. In in this sense, I would say like you walking down a path and something's like, er, go the other way. Probably mm-hmm. trust that. I'm just going to roll with trust that there's mm-hmm. not a lot of deliberation around things like that. And my mom has raised me like that. So I've always done it. And I feel like it's kept me in a, like safe and away from a lot of shady situations. But I think sometimes we lean too much into our instincts whenever we're not aware of The thing that's causing that thought for example if your partner doesn't hit you back and you're like oh they're cheating on me just because that's like a life experience that you've had or um if you have abandonment issues and so every time somebody you know doesn't answer your call all of a sudden you're like oh my god they don't love me and you kind of freak out um I think that that is whenever using your instincts can be a uh, what is it called like a not an excuse, but some something where you're not using that moment to be self-aware and you're just like, oh, man, you know, like a woman's intuition. I think a lot of times people just use that as, a, that as an excuse to, like, be scared and to move out of fear and to try to protect yeah. themselves.
0: Woman's intuition really just means y'all know men ain't shit, and so this is the direction, like, of what I think is happening. That's literally what it is. But also, unfortunately, it's, it's a lot of times right. But again, like, I've seen enough fucking Twitter conversations where people are talking about women's instinct or their instinct, and it's like, nah, really, you're just, you could tell, like, this is really a projection, Mm -hmm. like Carly says, a projection of what you've seen, what you've experienced, what you have known, and not necessarily um, that your mind is like, ah, I am all-knowing about this thing. This is it. Um, And it's not that. It's just your mind being like, oh, man, I'm scared of this or I've seen a lot of this. Or, you know, telling yourself messages that then lead you in that direction.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I think it requires a lot of if you're trusting your instincts, it requires a lot of self-awareness and knowing, you know, what your boundaries and what your values are and like kind of what's in alignment with that. So go into that a little
0: bit more. So how can you tell how do you know if you can trust your instincts? What it, you were saying something about boundaries,
1: mm-hmm. Um. boundaries and values, I think self awareness and knowing yourself is key. So for example, if your partner doesn't hit you back and you know, you know, you've been cheated on, you know, like for a large portion, you know, men ain't shit or women or whatever your values are, like being self aware enough to know That you can have a conversation with your partner before following down that instinct and busting up somebody windows or breaking up with them because they ain't hit you back or just doing making rash decisions in the moment. So you can kind of stop yourself and evaluate like, oh, what has our behavior been before this? You know, how has our relationship been and and kind of putting a pause on those things. So I would say putting them into perspective a little bit just based on like where you are in your life. And I don't think that's necessarily like boundaries, but I think it is like knowing yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah for sure I would say you have to really know yourself to be able to trust yourself in general and so yes that does come from knowing your boundaries knowing your values I was just asked the question the other day um somebody texted me and was asking what are your values and I was like damn I don't know. like what am I supposed to say right here and I was like uh like you know giving more than you receive mm-hmm. or like I was just saying some stuff and I'm like actually I've never just thought about like what are my values as far as like I know some people have certain mantras or, like, codes that they're, like, uh, these certain things. And it's like, all right, I don't know. I mean, I could come up with something, but I don't have, like, a thing. Do you have one or something? Um, Like, a list of, like, these are my values? Have you ever done that?
1: uh, I think I had to do it in, like, some type of corporate training exercise. It probably makes
0: sense, too, because now, to your point.
1: Yeah, we can't. We haven't? I think we might have, but I feel like now we should. No, I know we did, um, defining your... Not your, not your personal brand or anything like that, but defining we have done one, defining your narrative or something like that, but like I think we should come back and like maybe do a values episode that might be cool, oh man,
0: Yeah. <laughs> maybe because it is one of those things it's like, oh, I just thought I knew, but when I think about it, it was like I don't know what to say or like what am I missing, or like my first instinct then was to google and be like. You know, values because I just like to Google stuff because I'm like, what would people say their values are? Like, I think mm-hmm. I literally did that, which is so crazy. But, um, to be like, okay, what kind of things go into this? Like, when, if somebody's asking what my values are, like, I really just didn't know. But I know if you put a situation in front of me, I know what's right, what I think is right, but I also know what I might do, which may not always be the right thing. And so that does tell me, like, oh, certain things aren't as important to me or not mm-hmm. as much of a value. Um, and I think that's important to really know your values, not just so you can be able to trust yourself, but now, and this is now getting off the topic, but in your relationships with other people, it's like if those things don't align, then you're kind of like, it's like always kind of a constant struggle. So maybe that is something we should put on the list for an, an episode coming up. Something around values and how you create them would be nice, because then that'll maybe force me to make a list.
1: Hey, I like that. Um, um But something else that you said or that maybe we were talking about before in this whole like knowing yourself is like being able to check it against the patterns in your life. So if you have instincts about stuff, but you always have instincts that people going to do you wrong, you probably should check yourself because if it's always everybody else, most of the time is you. Mm-hmm. And so I think those can be very misleading. And a lot of those patterns, I think,
0: probably go back to certain fears like fear of abandonment, for example. Like if you um, if you're the type of person who gets real clean in relationships and or like, finds it hard to give people space and you end up like doing too much. Like we were talking about this kind of in the don't force it episode. And it's like, if you have certain patterns that you do really, you're being governed by this thought that like, Oh man, this person's going to leave or, Oh man, what can I do? And it's like, no, that's going to make your instinct always be, they're leaving, they're going, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. You know? And it's like, that's just not a healthy space to be in. It's very worrisome, very draining to be in a space like that. Um, but also I think a lot of times people when they say trust your instincts or when they're talking about trusting their instincts, um, they kind of usually like refer to, man, if you just can't get something off your head, or like if you really just, you know, keep thinking about a thing, like, you know, that means maybe you should do it. And I think that again, it's like one of those things we say, but also it depends on like what that is and where it's coming from. So like an example of that could be Oh man, I can't shake like this thought that maybe I should move to DC um, because of X, Y, and Z, and how it's aligning with things I want to do and the people, and and it's closer to home or whatever it might be. Right? So you might be thinking about that, and maybe you keep seeing stuff about DC, or maybe um, you know, just things seem to line up and be synchronistic, and so you are like, hmm. So I, you know, maybe that means I should move, and it's like maybe, but also that kind of just is saying that you're looking for confirmation to like what you're saying you know how when you say stuff all of a sudden you start seeing it your everywhere Activation. yeah exactly and so um in doing that it's like if you trust your instincts like you could just be like hmm, i'm thinking about this and just start looking into it and start you know making those moves but that could also go the other way as well using one of the examples that like carly was kind of using is that um If you always have it in your mind, like, man, he's probably cheating, man, he's probably out somewhere, man, I don't know where he's at. And that's always kind of like what's on your mind, then I don't know if that necessarily means that's what's happening either. But that's the narrative that you want to prove right and probably will prove right. (laughs) But um, again, um, so, you know, it's not just like, oh, man, you know, this my instincts telling me this. It, uh, that's still just reflective of your patterns and reflective of your beliefs and your narratives and your thoughts and all of those things. Um, and you could probably listen to every other episode 1 through 143 or 142 to see like the ways that um, you can combat your thoughts and all of those things, right? Um, but more in line with your instincts, why is it important, though, to make sure that they're so aligned?
1: I think it's important. Like, what else are you going to trust? Because we talk a lot about, like, you know, making sure, like, you are self-aware and you do all this. And that's because at the end of the day, like you're the only person making these decisions for yourself. You're the only person choosing to take these work opportunities or to move or to be in these relationships or even how you think and move throughout your day. Like you're actually choosing everything. And so it's important to to sharpen your instincts so that as you're living life, you're living it in a way that is in alignment with who you want to be or who you are essentially, like your ideal self. And if you don't know who that is, like you'll just get kind of tossed by the wayside of your own negative thoughts or of bad advice from people who don't really know what's going on with you or whatever. Um, or you'll just continue to live in these vicious cycles of your trauma and like your limiting beliefs and everything mm. else. So it's so important to have better instincts so you make better decisions for yourself.
0: Maybe those are some warning, si- not warning signs. Maybe those are some signals that there is some work you can do to trust your instinct more. If, um oh what's the last thing you just said if um, if yeah if you find yourself in the same patterns with like different types of decisions whether it's relationships work stuff whatever so if you find yourself like you're still making those same decisions it's probably a sign that you need to uh check like what your instincts are um and another thing i would say is if you maybe find yourself looking outward I don't know if I should say too much, but if you find yourself looking outward a lot for everything, like, oh, what should I do? You think I should do this? Do You think I should do that? And or waiting for signals from other people um, to do a thing, then that's probably a good sign that you need to calibrate your instincts so that you just know what to do. Um, And I think that sometimes there's conversation you can have with yourself. So going even back to the very beginning of this episode and that one that we did on um, having deeper conversations, as we were listening to that with the intro, it also made me think like, oh, I can do this format with myself. um, And that will probably be very helpful if something's going on, if I'm thinking about something, Lex, what's on your mind? And just kind of say the first thing, which you reminded us, isn't usually not the root of the problem. And like you can ask yourselves, and what else? And, you know, and listen to yourself. I think being able to trust your instincts really means actually listening and hearing yourself. Because a lot of times we're looking for other people to listen to us and and be a mind reader and tell us what we should do and what we think. When perhaps we can take the time to be still and be with ourselves and ask ourselves these questions and really You know, answer them, whether that's writing or just, you know, sitting down thinking or whatever. I think um, that that could be interesting to try for yourself.
1: Absolutely, so that's something, like a challenge for you this week is to try to figure out, you know, how you're doing and what you're really focused on and what you're really worried about or thinking about or marinating on. Spending time with yourself. I laugh because I talk to myself all the time, like full-blown conversations. Um, Probably not mostly in public sometimes, but Mm -hmm. you're like, Carly, what's going on, Doc? Like, why are you tripping right now? Mm -hmm. And have these conversations, so try that. Hit us up. Let us know how that goes. I Also... Just another quick thing about synchronicity and like reticular activation system, like seeing those things. I feel like anything you put your energy towards can become a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense either um you keep telling your partner, Yeah, I just feel like you cheat on me, whatever, until they end up doing it, or you like man I'm trying to move to LA and so you start seeing all these things with LA it's like whatever your brain is looking for not Mm -hmm. saying synchronicity doesn't exist but saying like literally where you put your energy matters and so that is another reason why it's so important to make sure that it's going towards like what you want it to and what's important to you
0: and that really does happen because that's happened to me before where somebody would keep all they kept doing is telling me like a thing that they thought I was doing and then when I had the opportunity I was like just like a man, which I guess I can't say because like a woman too. Um, but my first thought was like, yo, I might as well like fucking do it. Cause like, that's what they basically expect or like, that's what they think. Like, and it, and it just, how we even talked about with the, with the forcing episode, it, like kind of pushed is away um, when you're putting that energy towards somebody versus it might've been better to like, just take a step back and chill and like, let things just, you know, unfold and let them happen. But yeah, that's it's definitely self-fulfilling prophecy for sure. But that also doesn't mean I don't think that you can um positive talk yourself into an awesome life per se. Like Mm-mm. you can't just be saying stuff and then it's like, "Oh, that's just going to pop off either." Nah. Um so yeah, I mean, we're we're not going to get too too frivolous on you, I don't think. But um what are some other tactics then that can help us to be quicker with our instincts? And those be healthy instincts. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I would say, so the first one is self-awareness. We already talked in Mm -hmm. depth at that, Mm -hmm. so I'm not even going (laughs) to further elaborate. Um, I would say, go
0: ahead. I I keep having thoughts and losing them immediately today. I'm so sorry. Um, I I was reading something earlier this week about self-awareness that I thought was interesting. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was because I don't want to mess it up. But something around... Oh, you know what? I know what it was. I'm sorry, Carly. I'm taking away in you the can. middle of your sentence. <laughs> um, I was, you know how you'd be on Twitter and you type something and then you start looking like, does this actually make sense before I hit send? That's what I was doing. <laughs> and I, I had drafted a tweet that said, man, self-awareness can really be draining sometimes. And I don't really hear people talk about that. But then I also thought about it. And I forget what I was questioning, but I saw so I started Googling. I was like, let me say that in the drafts actually. And then I started Googling because I think I was thinking like, no, it's not the self awareness that's draining. It's like the process of going from this pattern to the other pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I started to to Google stuff around self awareness. And one of the first thing I saw was they're like, Yo, self awareness is just like the being. It's not like you probably don't have self-awareness as much if it's like all of this back and forth um i'm kind of trying to make this make a point but i say that to say in the same way we're talking about like our instincts as well like for something to be instinctual and it's like oh okay um really like this whole self-awareness thing like if it's a drain and if when we talk about self-awareness and sometimes for us it's like this back and forth and back and forth i think it's almost like that's because we're trying to practice to get to that to Mm -hmm. a space where it's like you don't have to have all of that back and forth. So when we're saying like it's important to be self-aware with our instincts, um, and I, it made me want to read more about self-awareness and what it really is. Um, it's just it's like it's just knowing what state you're in kind of. But in knowing and saying you should be self-aware to have clearer instincts, I think we're, what we're saying there is to understand your patterns and understand what some of those beliefs are that might be keeping you from that. That was totally a random aside about self awareness. Well,
1: it's not, I mean, that's not an aside. I have like a perfect example. So, if, uh, and then saying you know yourself, and, and that's the work. Um, we talk about the work often and the pauses and the self awareness and the self love and really getting to the core of who you are and understanding your predisposition. So, you know, like what lenses you're looking at stuff through. But the more you do that work, the easier like being in the moment is. And for example, if I've done work to figure out you know, what my values are, what is in alignment with my job, what do I want to do? What kind of person do I want to be? Who am I? How do I want to live my life? So whenever a job opportunity presents itself and it's like, we want you to move to Alaska, ah! No, I'm good. <laughs> and I can answer that automatically. Not because Alaska's not beautiful for seeing pictures. I do want to go visit, but because like I don't want to live somewhere that's like that. I can't live somewhere where the weather's that gray. Like I it affects my mood, it affects all these things. I don't care how much money it is. Like, oh, so now I know that because I'm not driven by money. And so it doesn't matter what you throw on top of that. Like, I'm good. Or you can kind of look at, mm, nah, sis, I'm get not. We some lamps in the crib now yeah. for,
0: for a couple meals. We can, nah, we can I make that it. work. But see, even for me, I'm like, <laughs> nah,
1: I'm going to get my meals somewhere else. That's um, true.
0: And, and that's another point, too, is that when we don't have no have ourselves set or, like, our values and all these different things set, now it's like we're just, like, Floating with whatever, kind of like, I guess. Look, so I'm the one who don't have no values, apparently. (laughs) So here I am, like, yeah, I'm gonna take that bread and figure it out, type (laughs) thing. So, so I guess that also kind of makes it clearer to know what your instincts are. Otherwise, no wonder I'm like deliberating so much because I don't have certain things that are, like, set, you know, for me to default to.
1: hmm And if you know yourself, then you're able to trust your instincts. Like, I knew I wanted to move to L.A. I knew I didn't want to go to the other schools, but I felt the responsible thing to do and the thing I should be doing is is taking my time and deliberating. And it's like, why was I even doing that to myself when I knew at the core that's not what I wanted to do?
0: Yeah. I man, I'm just not a deliberator. If I'm deliberating something, I'm only practicing um, procrastination. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I, I don't just, really
1: deliberate either when I'm being myself.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Like it's like you can just know, like, all right, I want to do this. Um, unless, unless I just don't have any like say. Sometimes a lot of times I'm just like I don't really care about certain <laughs> things, so it's like whatever. Um, I think another tactic in sharpening your instincts is meditation. And lately, I have well, there's all kinds of different types of meditation for sure, and One of the things that happens in meditation that is more on the mindfulness side, I would say, is that, you know, you're noticing the things that come up and that can help maybe inform what your beliefs have been, are, your values have been, are, whether they're where they should be or whether they are where they shouldn't be. Um, So maybe some things and thoughts can come to you that way. But to be more specific, lately, I have actually been doing more intentional meditations with certain like areas of my body, for example, like um, wanting to like like open up, like open up my heart area, open up like my solar plexus, and all of those things. Hey. And and when you're doing those meditations, what they tell what they're telling you to do is to really like breathe into those spaces and to visualize um the space and see the light, you know, grow and. And it sounds a little like cuckoo, but also it's very interesting because you go into this setting and an intention that like, yo, I want to show me, you know, where I'm blocked at right now. Like, show me the block. Show me what's moving. Show me what's not really moving. How does it really feel in certain spaces? And with asking yourself kind of questions and really like listening to your body, perhaps really you are kind of filtering through what your thoughts are about that, you know, space or about what's blocking you or draining you or, or empowering you. Um, but I think it's really just so intentional in doing that, that you're sitting there and you're just like really feeling yourself that those ideas and those thoughts kind of come to you and they show you, um, I forget which, which chakra I was trying to do the other day, but, uh, like I kept seeing like half of it. I'm like, oh man, I got to, like I feel like I'm. it's telling me like I really need – there's some parts of myself that I'm not seeing enough. And so, you know, like you just start getting these ideas and it's like you just write that stuff down and it's like, oh, it kind of makes sense. And you can kind of see how it aligns with different things. Some spaces are way more open and it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then some pe- places are way, way blocked where it's like, oh, man, I'm not – really feeling much here or getting much here and now it's like well what kind of things can I do to open up this space or open up you know this type of energy in my in my body and so I think a lot of the um, chakra work and a lot of that type of meditation is really good for kind of feeling yourself and getting to know yourself and like doing a check-in on where you are in a lot of spaces.
1: Mm-hmm. And that intentional time with yourself is so important. Like the conversation from the beginning that we shared to Lexi talking about meditation. Like whenever you take that time, that intentional time, not like chilling, watching Netflix, but like that intentional time for yourself, you're really able to see where you are on things. Um, So I think that's a great, great way. And
0: I've really always thought that that was kind of silly. I didn't know much about it, but I almost think too even without like really trying to like study, study it or whatever it's actually literally about just like setting an intention to make something clear. Mm-hmm. Like you can really be like, all right, I'm some, this thing is going on. I just want to take some time to get clear on it. I really want to see what's going on mm-hmm. and like to really just sit still and, and let your mind focus on that is, I think it is something to that. Like you really get answers. Um, but again, like, I think we focus so much on asking and looking and trying to find a sign that it's like you're not really seeing, uh, you know, what you really feel about a thing.
1: I was reading a book. I can't remember which one the other day, but it was saying, like, that you can't really learn something that you don't already inherently know. And for me, it's like, man, as I read these things in this book, it's like, man, I already know this. I just hadn't put it in these words.
0: Like, that's like, why it connects.
1: Yeah. Like, that's why it connects so deeply with me. And so... um, You know, sitting with sitting with things by yourself gives you a chance to really connect with that part. And I don't think that in our society, we're ever championed, especially Western society to ever really just sit still and to not do. We're always or to not yeah to not be doing something. We're always got to go do this, do that or you're not worthy, whatever. So by giving your chance or giving yourself a chance to be, you can unlock all those things inside of yourself. And that's really where your power is. Um, I think another intentional exercise that you can use to sit with yourself is if you are contemplating something and kind of going back and forth with it choose one for a whole day or a whole week or an hour or whatever choose a decision like okay you know what i am going to move to dc and see how you feel see what your maybe thoughts like are. start planning it yeah, out start kind of planning thing. looking for apartments looking for whatever That's good. and then just like sit with it and see how you feel because it's like flipping a coin like if, if you know you really want to move to dc but you're waiting for somebody to give you the okay if you flip the coin like i'm a mover i'm not gonna move and it, it lands on the not gonna move you're gonna be sad and it's like so you can kind of use your emotions and your feelings about something, you know, your instincts as a guiding system to making your own decisions. Because, you know, like Lexi knows me and we have a lot of deep conversations, but there's no way she can know everything that's going on inside of me, no matter how close we are, or how deep of conversations we have. So like only I know that. And if I give myself a week of, you know, I'm not going to move to D.C. and I'm like sad and I'm like, man, I feel stuck here. I don't want to be here by the end of the week. You already know what you want to do.
0: Yeah, I think that's a cool exercise, especially when it comes to like those types of decisions um, about doing a thing or trying something. That's really good. Um, I think another thing to do by yourself sometimes is allowing yourself to really feel. So if you um, have a decision you're faced with or just something that's going on, like really acknowledging your feelings, which I think sometimes when um, like even just using the same example, like we're asking other people about stuff or, Um, venting about something or whatever, it's like you're kind of being like, tell me how I should feel to other people versus like you really sitting down and letting yourself feel sad or feel angry or like, man, how do I feel right now? And touching base with that and be like, you know, I feel kind of jealous. I feel kind of scared of something. And then recognizing sometimes from allowing yourself to feel that or to at least uh, define kind of what you're feeling to now recognize like, oh man, this is what has been motivating my moves or, um, or this is what should motivate or could motivate my moves, uh, depending on what it is. So I think, you know, a lot of times it's like, we want to just like make a decision or just like trust your gut real fast, but it's like, no, take time, um, and let yourself feel like these decisions are feel what's happening. So you can see, you know, how you want to move forward. And then what, what kind of cloud of feelings you want to be in moving forward because if you're even just maybe thinking about dc or meditating on it or whatever you know notice how you feel um because you may not like the feeling or you, or why you feel that way going back to your friend's um call i guess it was something about you were saying like quitting her job mm-hmm. or not type of thing and so it's like okay your first instinct might be that you want to leave, or or that you're placing the feelings on the job, but in closer, you know, uh, inspection of it, the feelings are really coming from something else, and so like really sorting that out can maybe help you figure some things
2: out.
1: Absolutely, and seeing if you're being guided by fear, because um, I think anytime you're being guided by fear, that's pro- not a good, that's not a good thing. Um. People are like, oh, fear is good because it keeps you from dying. Outside of that, like, it's not really that great of a thing. And I value, like, I ins- challenge you to look at things in your life from that lens. So if you notice you're scared of missing out, if you're trying to do something, so, man, because this is the only opportunity you're ever going to get, watch your words and watch how you're talking to yourself about it. Um, and then the last one, I think, is just to be present because there's nowhere else that – well, first of all, really exists. Time is a construct. Um, we can talk about that later. But the present moment is really all that you have. And so taking your time in the present to check in with yourself, to be there, to sit with it, just to see how you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, And I would agree with that. So I would say that some of the takeaways from this conversation would be that it's important to be able to listen to yourself and make decisions but it's also important for us to examine our instincts and understand what they're branching from and understand if perhaps that's some of the work we need to do to get to a place where our first reactions or our gut you know, thoughts or whatever are coming from a more constructive or positive place. Um, To be able to even trust them in the first place Um, and that to do a lot of these things requires us to know ourselves, which requires us to take time um, by ourselves, with ourselves and really knowing who we are and uh, what's important to us and what we value. Um, so all of those things together allow for you to make decisions and to move forward in life in a way that is going to make you feel happy about what you're doing in a way that will be aligned with what you care about. And in a way that, you know, it's probably just a little bit less work, like you're <laughs> you're walking in where you need to be walking. And so that is like the power of being able to trust your instincts, really maybe trusting your instincts just means i know myself and so i know myself so well that yeah i want that or yes i want to go here or yes this is working or or no this is not working for me um and being able to do that with confidence
1: that that that, that's all folks
0: right that was a good wrap up
1: (laughs) I was gonna add on, but no, she got that. All right, so <laughs> let us know how that goes this week. That was fire. That should just be the episode. To be, if I'm being honest, like that little—that was a cliff notes. was a little real that we can just chunk up. Um, if you're not following us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Carly's Couch. Uh, this week we have a shout out. Do you want to give it? Um, yes, we want to shout
0: out Cynthia Gonzalez. Hey. With an S. Um, she has been doing a lot of great work with her production design, production design company. Um, and she has been doing a lot of stuff and growing in this space, but she's so, so good. She's so good. I can't wait. I'm about to drop, um, one of the projects she did the the production design for in a few weeks as well. And, you know, just shout out to her and her company because I think you were saying that you saw she just did um, one of her first network uh, jobs for hey. a network and people think it's so simple to like have the right background set and the mood set but like she really gets into it there's so much intention and meaning and all the pieces that she gets together and there's a lot of just even go out and buy and shop sometimes uh to bring out the vision of a director and the dp and the whole crew for some of these projects and so super important the work she's doing um do you remember what her instagram is
1: synthesis production design synthesis production design yeah
0: so check it out her work's really good she's a dope artist and general and has a lot of love life energy um
1: <laughs> more love more life yeah she
0: definitely does I, lo- I love sin me too um so yeah congratulations to her for all the work that she's really doing and seeing that come to fruition um i think there's man there's not many things better than you know really having a talent and it actually being able to get used and seen and um you know admired by others around you so that's such great work
1: love to see people walking in their gifts and flourishing. yeah It makes me happy. The uh, real quick another shout out. We were talking about chakras. Sin also plays sound bowls. Um, and you, well, I'll link her stuff on here. If you've never been to a sound bath, um, there's one that she did online, that opens your heart chakra. Um, and it's tuned to that frequency. And if you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about, just go (laughs) check it out, and have your life changed. Um, they're amazing.
0: And can I just come up with a question? Do you already have another one? Nope, you got (laughs) this.
1: How long you question, lady? Um, So I would say our
0: question of the week is: Name one thing that fear is keeping you from right now.
1: Mm. Mm. One thing that fear is keeping me from. Oh, ouch! This one hurts. One thing that fear is keeping me from right now is launching a couple of business things and completing a project. Good. Um,
0: well, that's not good. That, that's not good. Um, and I would say one thing that fear has been keeping me from doing is um, properly. I don't want to say ending. So mine would be like around is around like relationships with people, and I would say it's keeping me from moving people into a different category or bucket um, in my life and, like, trying to hold on to certain things. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, been some things where it's, like, "Mm, you know, I need to kind of find, like, some more people in a certain space. And and then certain people, it's like, man, y'all just really draining me right now. Um, So I think that because that's something that I've been thinking about in in different spaces, not just, like, romantic or friends or whatever, but just in different types of work spaces sometimes, too, where it's, like, man, you're just kind of scared to, like, let people go or, you know, operate with people because you you're want to. you thinking about their feelings or you're thinking about you want to hold on to something because you've had it going so long. Um, but I think it's important to trust your instincts if you can and do something different in both of these spaces. So even with work stuff, it's like, well, trust your instincts and your evidence that, oh, well, I got these opportunities for a reason and just, like, dive into it perhaps. What if you could... And maybe you can, but what if you could step into, you know, that thing as that person, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm that person who does this, and like, feel that type of energy as you're like going into something. I think that makes things easier to do and more more successful. And essentially, it's like you know who you want to be, and you kind of have can put on like this pretend mask to get it done. But the more you do that, because even Beyonce has an alter ego. But, like, the more you do that, you actually are getting things done. You are stepping into that space. It's almost like we got to trick ourselves sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Or just the other way, it's like you know you're that good, but you got that mm-hmm. fear like, man, the imposter syndrome. Shout out to Steve on mm-hmm. Like, man, what if I fuck up or what if this yeah, happens? This Steve is- on <laughs> 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 Exactly. <laughs> F you. But um, yeah, it's like, you know, just walking in is so funny because I had to record some videos. It's like really my enemy to right do now. Some, to do some things. And. I had to step into it. It's like I was so nervous before and I was like setting up stuff like, fuck, I don't do this. And turn on the camera mm-hmm. like, hey y'all. Like, I like, <laughs> ain't gonna nothing make it wrong up today. Exactly. we going we to be here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. That is how I be like, damn, I ain't never did this project before, but I'm going to sell it real here quick. We go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what life is. Sometimes it's like just figuring things out um, as you go, as long as that thing is the thing you actually do want to be doing. Sometimes we just like, we're going to take on something just to be taking it on. But if that's something that you want to be doing or something you, Enjoy. It's like, all right, you just gotta step into it and and learn and go through the process. Trust the flow. Yeah, trust the flow. Um, thank you for listening this week. Leave us a comment if you enjoyed this episode. If you got anything out of this episode, um, remember we gave you a couple little homeworks throughout this episode. So hopefully you try that. Spend some time with yourself this week and see where you are with trusting your instincts.
1: Hit us up and let us know how it goes. We'll see y'all next week. Adios. (laughs)